Hi, today we're going to be talking about、um, awards and our predictions for the awards、uh, in the NBA. All right, let's get into it. All right, we're going to start with MVP, which、um, I think we talked about a little bit in the first episode, but we're going to specifically look at some of the betting odds、uh, from the start of the season, see if we think that、uh, they're still realistic and stuff like that. So, at the beginning of the season,、uh, first in the odds was Luka, then Embiid, then Giannis, then KD. How realistic do you think that is, and what would you put it at as now for the rankings? Yeah,、um, just for number one, actually. There's lots of people, right? There's Giannis and Jokic, but they've already won MVPs.、Yep. There's voting fatigue. That is true. I think. Especially Jokic just won back to back, right? Yeah, he's、Recently. not winning. Okay, we'll just cut Jokic out. I know、okay. he's playing really、fair. well. He's like one of the most consistent players, but I、sure. don't think he can、That's、win again.、Fair. Giannis, I'll put him in the top three.、Sure. I don't know what those odds would look like, but、mm-hmm. I think he's going to be in the top three again this year.、Um, mm-hmm. And then we also have players like. Uh, you know, they're lower on the list. You have Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Stephen Curry. I think Gilgis, Jason、Alexander. Tatum would have to be mentioned up there. Luca would be mentioned in B as well before those guys, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean those guys, they're playing well. I think a lot of players this season are, you know, really, really having breakout seasons. But I don't think there's only one. At the end of the day, there's only one MVP award. That's fair. I mean, I just、And、think so. I don't think those players be... will be able to, you know. Oh no, no. I mean, I, obviously pull, they all can't win、that. it. But I, I think those guys should be mentioned probably above guys like Booker and Donovan Mitchell in my eyes, at least in my opinion. Oh, you mean like Embiid and, and yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just、for、talking sure, about like、sure. if you're kind of ranking it, you know. But I, I think you're right in that like. There's a lot of really good guys this year, and it it might just come down to like team record or something like that, because there really is a lot of、uh, good people. So, alright,、yeah. how about just give me then, give me your your top three, and then I guess number one would be who you think is gonna win it.、Mm. I, I don't want to give a. Okay, sure, we'll go.、Uh, I'll go Luca number one. That's fair. Giannis, and I want to put a guard for three, but to be honest, that, that might not be. I don't think that's the case. So I'll go. Okay, Luca, Giannis. And then I'll put Tatum. That's fair.、Um, I might actually. Well, I'm. I'm gonna put Luca Embiid Tatum because、mm-hmm. I think that, like, again, as we、That's、talked true, about. Yeah, he just dropped.、Like、I was gonna really say really we, we we've talked about this before, but narrative is a really big part of who wins the MVP, and I think Tatum's gonna have a really good narrative because we all know that the Celtics are are a good regular season team. You know, the playoffs maybe not as much if they face the Warriors, but in the in the regular season they're gonna get a lot of wins, and that's gonna be good for you know his narrative. And so I think Tatum's gonna have a. A pretty solid narrative. Luca, obviously, we know will.、Um, and then I think Embiid, while he's also he's not as like up, you know, up and coming and young. I think there's also the narrative that he's never won it before. And I think that like if he continues the way he's been playing, he's been playing great.、Um, then I think he's gonna have a chance at it as well. But、uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of people that can win it. All right, let's move on. Really,、uh, let's go to let's go to Defensive Player of the Year.、Okay. So I'll, I'll once again I'll, I'll read you、um, what were the odds at the start of the season here. So start of the season, Rudy Gobert number one. Bam Adebayo number two, Robert Williams number three, Giannis four, Mikel Bridges five, Draymond at six, and also to be fair, tied for six is also Marcus Smart and Anthony Davis. So、okay. some context. Last year, Marcus Smart won it, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, I, we can debate about whether that's you know correct or not, but fine, it, it already happened. I would. I don't really think these are all that accurate, especially since Robert Williams hasn't even played a game this season yet. Yeah, so I think and, it's and kind of Rudy Gobert.、Um, yes, that, Rudy. The Timberwolves have not looked good, and I don't、yeah. think all of that can be placed onto Rudy, but they just haven't looked, you know, that great. And I think that putting him in the running right now is is probably not, you know, super accurate. I think Bam is always going to be in the running.、Um, I don't have specifically defensive stats you know, for him on this website that we're looking at. They put Evan Mobley.、Um, At a one over one thousand six hundred chance of winning this, correct?、Um, I think realistically, it would be a much higher chance that he wins. I I think、season. I don't yeah you know,、like, I don't think he's gonna win it this season, but I think that he's definitely gonna be a guy that in the next 
for pretty much for the next 10 years is always going to be in the running. He reminds me, I don't know, like a little bit of Bam in the sense of like, he's just always going to be like consistently good. He's, I mean, for, for how young he is, he's, I mean, he's obviously a really good defender. Mikhail Bridges will probably also be um, in a lot of those conversations as well. Um, he, he's obviously a really good perimeter defender, but I don't know. I think that it's, it's interesting because I feel like there's some distinction that has to be made between like perimeter defenders and like bigs because I think they just, they play really different, you know, roles on defense. You know what I mean? Which is why almost Draymond is so impressive because he plays like both. both. Yeah. yeah, he can play both. Which I mean, how many people here can realistically guard one through five? Because everyone always like throws around that like a phrase, says like they can guard one through five. But in my opinion, Draymond, you're, you're gonna laugh at this. Ben Simmons, and I don't know, <laughs> not even really Bam. I don't think he can really guard ones like that. Like and, and maybe Giannis are the only guys who I could really see guarding like, yeah, one no, through five. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right, and that's so. I think that's like a. Big thing when you're talking about like which guys can switch out on like the perimeter and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. I think that for me, Draymond's probably gonna you know rest too many games to be in contention fully. It's possible. It's very possible. I think that I think last year if he played all the games, he would have won it honestly because last year wasn't like a lot of great talent at that Defensive Player of the Year. Like I mean, as I said, Marcus Smart. Um, so yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that. Draymond could win it. I don't think it's super realistic. I think it's going to come down to who plays a lot of games. I don't think it'll be someone like Gobert. So I do think there's a chance for a guy like Bam, Mikel Bridges. Don't really think any of the kind of repeat guys have a, a chance at it again. But um, I think that it's it's going to be interesting, and we're going to have to wait a little bit to see who is a good contender. Yeah. Okay. Let's do, let's go on to the sixth man of the year. This is an interesting one. You know, mm -hmm. last year, I think. We both agree that Poole should have at least been in contention for that role. Mm -hmm. Well, so no, last year, Poole should have won most improved, I thought. Last year's sixth man of the year, if you remember the first half of the year with Klay Thompson being out, Poole was actually starting a lot of games. So yeah. I don't actually know if he hit the requirements for sixth man of the year last year. This year, I thought he should definitely, in my eyes, yes. be favorite. Yes. Especially since I thought Tyler Hero would play a lot of minutes I mean, in and starting lineups. Yeah, right? he's earned a spot as more of like a 5.5 type of guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Bet sure. Between there. Obviously, yeah. He's, I mean, basically coming off the bench, but he's going to play starter level minutes. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So that was my kind of what I was going to the season thinking. So I still think he's got a chance. I think that Clay does rest some games and Poole does start. I don't think that should hinder his ability to win it. I think early in the season, he's had a few, you know, a little bit of a struggle, but not like enough to where I'm, I don't think I can say that I think he's still the favorite in my eyes. I do think that Tyler Hero still should be up there. Tyler Hero, oh, we also have Christian Wood and Malcolm Brogdon. Christian Wood is, uh, is another good one because Christian Wood yeah. playing with Luca, you know, he, he just gets a ton of like alley-oops and easy easy buckets. So mm -hmm. he, he's definitely a guy who would score like 15 off the bench, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you're right on Malcolm Brogdon, kind of the same thing as well, which is that the Celtics don't really have that many good guys off their bench. Um, you know, none of them are really super ball dominant, right? You got guys like Grant William or known as Batman, you know what I mean? Um, but Malcolm Brogdon can be a guy who comes off the bench and can uh, score some buckets for the Celtics. But that, that's, that's basically what I would say for six man of the year. So I guess going on to our, our, our next award here, we'll, we'll talk about um, the most improved player. So starting odds to start the season had Anthony Edwards at number one, Tyrese Maxey at number two, Tyrese Halliburton at number three, um, who was tied with Zion for number three, and then we had RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson tied. Okay. So how do you feel about that? I, mean, I feel very strongly about this most improved player of the year award. Oh, okay. Um, In what sense? Do you have like Anthony a Edwards will not win. Okay. That's I don't a think he will win. Proclamation. He hasn't made like of course he's slightly better than his previous years, but as we, as we've talked about in our last podcast, he's inconsistent. Episode, right? He's inconsistent. That's his fair. free throws have not improved at all, and his three point shooting is still below league average. Yeah. 
So in that in that sense, I don't think he deserves that award. Yeah. Be also because at least right compared, now, comparing yeah. it to last year, there's not too much. Yeah, I mean, we can only go off kind of what we've seen right now, and I think you're right. And like what we've seen so far from him this season, I don't think is is no, I don't think he should win the award based on yeah. what that. Tyrese Maxey. I think a similar, a similar argument can be made for Tyrese Maxey, who's also currently injured. Exactly. Um, I, I do agree with you. I think that. He has not really shown enough. I think Tyrese Halliburton actually is a guy who could win it. Yes, he's been yeah. playing really well for the Pacers, and realistically, he has got a better shot of like continuing that the rest of the season. Because, I mean, let's be honest here: how many Indiana Pacers players can you name? I mean, I, I'm not gonna you know make you do that. I'm not gonna do that to you. But like, <laughs> this man can take 30 shots a game, and no one would care. So I think he's in a really good position to just keep getting really good stats the rest of the season. I think that's gonna help him win it. Mm -hmm. Though I do think Zion obviously could do it as well because he's been playing really well. I mean, with Zion though, is are you comparing him now to his last season where he was injured the whole season, that's, or, that, or, or, or that's are you comparing him to from now to Zion? Zion. Yeah, that, 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 that'd be the the question. I, I don't know. It depends on how the voters would quantify that. I, I I honestly don't know the answer, right? Like it depends. I don't know if there's a like specific way of thinking. I think you're right in the sense if they're comparing him to when he was a rookie, then it's, I don't know how fair that is, but. Obviously, if you're saying they're comparing him to like last year when he didn't play, then obviously he's improved he's a lot. Gonna be the, the most. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna improve infinitely. <laughs> yeah, much. exactly. So, so in every I think, I think you're right. I I tend to agree with the idea, and this is why we I kind of mentioned earlier that a good player, like for example, John Morant last year, when we both thought, said we think Poole should have won it, or at least been in pretty strong contention. I personally don't think that a player making the jump from like all star to superstar should be most improved, just mm -hmm. because it's like expected, right? Like we all kind of expected John Morant, whether it was in that year, maybe his. Or like or two one down. or two years. Yeah, he to, to make that jump, right? You kind of, yeah, you kind of right. knew he was going to, right? Like, obviously, yeah. he's a good player. Yeah. Jordan Poole was in the G League for a while. Like that man, and in his rookie he's, season he's, was quite literally one of the worst. Star now, so he's, I think I he was quite literally one of the worst rookies of all time. Like yeah. Steve Kerr has said that. So, I think that what the award should really be about is guys that are like surprising us. So, yeah, I, I think there's it'll so, be interesting. So on this list, I'm wondering who do you think is. Number one, other, I mean, or maybe number two, because I think we both agree. I, that I think, I think Tyler Halliburton should be yeah. there. I think, um, how do you feel about RJ Barrett? RJ, oh, oh man, I not very strongly. I think RJ Barrett is honestly pretty overrated. I don't, well, not overrated, I just am not optimistic on him because I think. I don't think he has any one skill that he's like really good at, mm -hmm. right? He's kind of like a three and D wing that doesn't really shoot the three and plays like all right defense, but can't really have the ball in his hands, can't pass that well, doesn't finish like efficiently in the paint that well. So it's like, I don't know, man. I, I think that Jalen Brunson is another guy who's on this list and he might be more likely to because I think he's been playing pretty well with the Knicks. They're on the same team. So it's kind of weird that you have two contenders on the same team. And I think that a guy like Brunson, who have like who's proven he can he has proven himself. Do, it, do it on his own. It might just be a, a might just be a like a, a consequence of him getting more shots that he becomes on the, mm -hmm. that he ends up on yeah. this list. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, I think we're running out of time. All right, yeah. ten minutes, ten minutes of your time for the day. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Um, and remember to like this podcast so we can yep. get it out to more like people. Like it up. Bye. Uh